All right, welcome back here to another episode of the Baron of Beverage. Uh, I have a distinct pleasure. I am here with uh, Malt Master. I hope that I have the title correct. Uh, David Stewart uh, with the Balvini and uh, very storied history, uh, including developing and pioneering the finishing technique. Um, I've got here uh, with me uh, the 21-year-old, uh, which I believe you described earlier as like one your favorite. It's just my favorite whiskey. Yeah, just the combination of the, the age of whiskey, 21-year-old, finished in old tawny pork cans, mm -hmm. just uh, gives that, that lovely raisin, some pan, and puts a chocolate sweetness. Mm -hmm. It's a lovely whiskey to to end a, a lovely dinner with. It's an after-dinner type whiskey. It it's is. the age when the whiskey becomes itself as sweetness and honey and raisin, some pan. Yeah, I'm very proud of that whiskey. It's done very well and, for us. And having been there 50 years, and this is a 21-year-old product, you know, we were chatting about how much your vision has had to be when you're working here. Um, you know, and, and when you were developing this 21-year-old, you know, where there are some others that you were like, you know what, this finish didn't work, or did you just know that port, port cast, tawny port cast, as you were saying, did you just kind of know that was going to work from earlier experimentations? Yeah, we were fairly confident that uh, port would work. It's got that lovely sort of sweetness. And right. Generally, that kind of free, kind of free, fortified wine and richness will work very well with Balvenie. Yeah, right. We've, we've, we've had, we hasn't always been a success for us. We've tried other spirits like brandy and, right. and uh, cognac and they've not worked for Balvenie. We've, we've tried some uh, wines, some red and white wines that have not worked for us. But, but uh, we've had a lot of successes and we've, uh, over the years we've lost a number of 17-year-old limited editions. Right, and, the, and having your success with the sherry, the fortified wine, the port also a fortified wine, feeling that maybe the marriage was there. Um, I think you're 100% right in the chocolate notes I get on the 21-year-old, which I think is different than any of the other expressions. Yeah, I wouldn't say butter chocolate comes through in many of them, but I think it does come through in, in this particular expression. Mm -hmm. It's got that, 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 that co chocolate. dusty cocoa chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cocoa chocolate yeah. cake and a sweetness in the in the finish. It's yeah. a lovely, lovely balance of twenty one year old whiskey, which is which is a lovely age of whiskey anyway. It's got that nice smoothness and gentle oakness coming through as well. So, what was your? I mean, were you you weren't were you always the malt master, or did you apprentice uh, first? Uh, you no, know, I've, I've been with I've been with Balvenie right from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. We first launched Balvenie in, in the 1970s when we launched an eight years old Balvenie founder reserve. So I've been really I joined the company in 1962, and I was involved a little bit in when we launched Glenfiddich in the 60s. Mm -hmm. But clearly, I've been with Balvenie really every Balvenie really since it was launched in the in the, in the early 70s. So we've, we've done a huge amount with Balvenie over these years, and, and really now it's. It's a well-recognized whiskey. Very much so. I really enjoyed, uh, when I was in Scotland a number of years ago, I enjoyed that tour the most. Um, I enjoyed actually getting to see where you did the drying of the malt uh, as part of that tour, and also how knowledgeable all of your staff was uh, about all the products. No matter what, what I asked, they didn't say, oh, I don't know. They said, oh, well, you know, and at the time, they just said, oh, well, David said... And I didn't know that it would come. Your words would come out of their mouths. Yeah, my, well, it's, it's good, to, good, to, good to hear. Well, no, we've, a lot of our employees at the distillery have been with us a long, a long time, so they really 
in all really work. And you're right, Mulgan is a very different distillery because there's, a, there's over 100 distilleries in, in Scotland, malt distillers in Scotland, and there's only uh, six of them still in malt and all barley. And we're one of them. Now, to fair, we, we need to sort buy barley in, already malted for us, but when you come to our distillery, you will see this malt floor. And it really, it really brings home, really, that we are using barley. And we're, and we're actually malting this barley, we're steeping it, we're, we're germinating it, we're drying it, rather than just going straight into the mash tun, really. Right, you control the whole process. You control the whole process from start to finish. So, yeah, when you come to the still, you it actually brings it all to life. It's, a, it's malted barley, water, and cheese to that. Yeah. And it's oak barrels, and that makes this. It is. It, 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 well, it's been one of my favorites for a long time. My wife's favorite forever. Uh, and but one last question. Um, I, I heard a story. You can just tell me how true or how false it was that that many thought about expanding to production. So they tried to make a distillery right next door, which ended up being an MB. Yeah. Because it was different, right? You were doing everything almost the same, except just being a little bit further away. The spirit came out different. It's not quite the true story, to be fair. Canimbrief Distillery was built partly because they needed more malt anyway, more for the William Bratz family. For the, for the blend, yeah. What we have done more recently is they uh, is built a distillery down in Gervin called Ailes of Bay ah. Distillery. So if you come to Ailes of Bay Distillery, it's a lowland malt distillery. We, we, we put in the same shape and size of stills as the Balvenny still into Ailes of Bay. So that, that distillery was more trying to deal with a more Balvenny style whiskey than Gervin. So if we needed more of that Balvenny style whiskey, because Balvenny is used in our blended whiskies. So if we needed more of that kind of style of whiskey, or we had to reduce. Balvenie or blended whiskies, we could so then you could with Ailes of Bay. So you could sell the Balvenies as a single malt. Because that, that's the key thing. We need to keep right. the Balvenie the single malt. Gotcha. And, and if we need to reduce it in our blended whiskies, we'll do that. So we wanted to track. So Ailes of Bay was more creative. This is, this is going back to 2007. Mm -hmm. So it's now it's over 10, 10 years old. So we, so now we feel we have reduced Balvenie a little bit in our blends and replaced with Ailes of Bay. It hasn't turned out exactly the same as Balvenie, but it's, 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 it's a much more space-sized style mm -hmm. whiskey than the Lowell's of Scotland. Nice, nice. Well, that's some insight. I'm glad I asked that question because you would be the authority. You would know. Okay. So, I really, really, really appreciate your time, David. I know you have one day in, in D.C., so for you to spend a few minutes with myself and our listeners, we've had also a great following in Japan, so real treat for all of us. Okay, no, thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Okay, cheers. Thank you.